0: The Mysterious Broom Maker. Reb Leib Sarez was born with the bracha of the Heileke Balshemtoiv. Tov. He became famous as a wonder worker early in his life. From time to time the Balshem Tov would send him on different missions. That means to do certain jobs to help the Yidden in different places, different Yiddish communities, or in certain places where there was a Yid in need of help. Sometimes the Balshemtiv would send along with Reb Leib another Talmud who would be one of the hidden tzaddikim who would go along with Reb Leib. After the Balshemtiv passed away, Reb Leib Cyrus became a chassid of the Mizritsha Magid. But much of his life, Reb Leib spent wandering through the lands of Poland, Galicia, and other places, wherever any Yidden needed help. Once, Reb Leib was passing through the marketplace in the city Berdichev, A Yid caught up with him and said, Baruch Hashem, I found you. Who was this? It was Rebbe Yamin, the head and leader of the community of the city. He had a sad story to tell Reb Leib, and that's why he needed help from Reb Leib. Karbin was a small Yiddish townlet that stood on the land belong- belonging to a Polish pirates who was called the pirates Yupinski. The old pirates never asked the Yidden to pay him rent for the use of his land on which they had built their homes and stores, not even for their shoals and other things that they used. But lately, the old pirates died, and his son took over his father's place, and everything now belongs to his to this son. The young pirates was no friend of the Yiddin, and without his father to hold him back, he openly became anti-Semitic, which means against the Yitten. He let the Yidden of Karbin know that they owed him rent. They owe him rent for all the houses that the Yidden built on his land, plus they owe him for all the years in the past, even before his father died, plus some extra money for all the years that you didn't pay. And unless they would pay, the pirates in full all the money he would chase them out of this this townlet carbon taking away all of their belongings as payment for what they owe reb listened carefully to every word and he said i will go speak to the young pirates and ask him to give up his terrible plan, his terrible gizera that he made on the poor Yidn of Karton. And whether it will work or not, as Rebleib has planned, he said he would come to tell Reb Yamin what was to be done next, if anything. The next day Reblab went to see the pirate. You can imagine how surprised the young pirates was to see a beautiful-looking old man dressed in a long capata with a beautiful, long white beard, his head straight up, and comes right in front of the pirates without even being invited. The pirates. Was barely able to start speaking because he was so surprised. When he came to himself, he asked the old Yid, Had you brought any money that the Jews owe me? Your father never said that we owe him any money at all because he felt that the Yidden living in your land are bringing a bracha to your whole land. Never did he ask or never did he think of asking any rent at all. And I have come to beg you for the Jews who live in your land because they look at me as their rebbe and I'm asking you to take back your gezerah. They cannot at all pay as much as money that you're asking for. They are too poor to get so much money. In all fairness and justice, I ask you to please take away this gezerah that you are asking them to pay you so much money and they will forever be thankful to you and we will pray for you that you should succeed and have atzlach in everything you do. Mm. Thank you for nothing, the pirates called out. I can do without their prayers, but the money, I cannot leave go. I happen to need it. Reb Leib gave him a very sharp look in his eyes, that seemed to pierce right through him. The pirates calmed down and then began to talk in a friendlier manner. Listen carefully. I have a way to get you out of your problem. What I am about to tell you must be a secret if I hear that any Jews will tell out the secret, not one Jew will be left alive in the city Corbin. <laughs> Reblaib listened as the pirates went on to continue what he was saying. You surely know that our Polish people are suffering from the Tsar of Russia. We can no longer suffer from him. Our Polish strong people are preparing a war to chase the Russians out from our land and we will have a free land. We are sure that we can do it. And then it will be good for us and for the Jews, too. We therefore ask that the Jews should help us fight against the Russians. If you will promise to speak to the Jewish people, to fight on our side and help us in every way possible, then I give up the gazeta and I'll just throw it away. And later on after we chase away the Russians from our land we will have our own government and the Jewish people will be further rewarded for their uh, their big big help. Will you join us in our fight for freedom? This we cannot do. We can understand what you want very much but we cannot do this. You see, our title tells us that we have to be good to the government under which we live. We cannot take any part in this war that you are planning. Get out from my house now, called the pirates, jumping up in anger. Our God will not leave us alone, said Reb Le. Calmly as he walked out with slow steps. Reb Labe met Binyamin as he arranged. I did what I could do, Reb Labe told him. I can do no, no more with him. He is not listening to me. I cannot convince him different. But I will send you to someone else who can help you. But you must keep the matter strictly secret. Reb then told Binyamin that deep in the forest he would find an old hut. That's like an old little house where a poor broom maker named Yaakov lived with his wife leave here early Friday morning, take with you chalas, wine, and food for the three Shabbos meals. You will arrive there in good time before Shabbos comes in. You will tell the broom maker that I, Leib Sadis, sent you to him. Carefully following all Reb Leib's instructions, Binyamin reached the brewmaker's hut, just as the sun began to sink behind the tall, thick forest trees. The door was half open. Inside, Binyamin could see just one room with two old beds, a small table, and two wooden stools. An old woman was standing near the fireplace, trying to blow some sparks into the smoldering logs. Seeing the uninvited and unexpected guest, the woman became upset. I am sorry. I have nothing for you, she said. Don't worry, Abinyamin reassured her, without even stepping inside the house. I don't need anything, I've brought my own food for Shabbos and I will sleep outside. All I need is a place where I can eat my Shabbos meal. At that moment Yaakov the brewmaker arrived, carrying a bundle of sticks and twigs on his shoulder. If he was surprised at seeing the visitor, he did not show it. He also did not say anything at all. He threw down the bundle and hurried to to the well to get washed. Reb also went to the well to wash his hands and face in honor of Shabbos. Then he stood under a tree and began davening Kabbalah's Shabbos. He felt a special simcha of Shabbos, a feeling of peace, an inner joy when he finished davening and opened his eyes a full moon brightly lit up the fro- forest. Binyamin entered the hut where the old man and his wife had just finished their suuda and were benching. Yaakov was reading the Birkas Hamazin from an old sitter slowly word by word like a child who just learned to read. The two wax candles were still burning. The old lady got up and gave her seat to Rabbi Benjamin. Benjamin hurried through his meal for he did not want to keep up the old couple. Then he went outside and stretched himself out on a bench. He fell asleep almost immediately For he was very tired. In the middle of the night, he woke up, hearing a most beautiful voice, a sweet voice singing Zmiros, Shabbos songs. The singing came from the hut, and it sounded like a voice from the Shemayim, from heaven, seemed to echo back. The hut, looked like it was filled with a bright light It could not have been just the light of the moon, for the light in the hut was so strong, stronger than his eyes could bear. Vinyam closed his eyes and quickly fell asleep again. When he awoke, the sun's early rays were filtering through the treetops. Rebbe Yamin was all shaken up. The whole Shabbos, he felt that this Yaakov, who seemed to be just a simple maker, was surely one of the 36 hidden tzaddikim that Hashem has in every single generation in whose tzchos the whole world continues to exist. Binyamin could hardly wait for Shabbos to be over so he can tell Yaakov about the reason for his coming. Right after Abdallah, before Binyamin had a chance to tell him why he had come to spend the Shabbos in the forest, the brewmaker called out happily, Gutvach, and went on to say, in the same happy mood, The gates of the Shemayim are always open. Shoimer Yisrael, Hashem Himself, heard the prayers of all the Yitten in the city Karbon, And the cruel decree, the Gezerah of the pirates against them, has already been taken away and is over. Go home in peace. And no way at all must you tell anyone where you were this Shabbos. Early next morning, Binyamin left to return to the town with the happy news. No sooner did he come into the city, carbon, than he was surrounded by all who saw him. Wondering to know where he had he been when the great miracle happened. What miracle? asked Rabbi Yamin. On Shabbos morning, while we were all gathered in Shul, suddenly a group of Russian Cossacks, Russian soldiers, stormed into the paritz's house, into his castle. And the paritz was taken away in chains and sent to the big city in Russia to, be sta- to stand in front of the court because they caught him as planning to make a war against the Tsar. Now the Pirates is gone forever with his Gezerah. May all the enemies of the Yidden have the same end. Rebbe Yamin was so happy and was a great Simcha. Rebbe Yamin with the rest of the community Everyone was so happy, but it was not until some months later that he found out how this miracle happened. How did he find out? Well, that was when Rabbi Yomin received an invitation to come to see the governor of that place. The governor told him everything that happened which brought to that miracle. He says like this, that he had for some time, he watched this pirate's Jupinski because he knew that this pirate can go make trouble trying to get his Polish friends to make a war. One day, the governor's men opened up a secret letter from the pirates to his friends. In the letter, the pirates said, that he tried very hard to get the yidnof Carbon to help to make the war against the Tsar but nothing was able to get the Jews to help the pirates to make his war against the Russians. In this letter the pirates continued after we win the war we will make them the Jewish people pay for all the money they owe us, plus they're going to have to pay us for not wanting to help us make the war to chase out the Russians. But in the meantime, we'll have to fight all the harder. This is what the pirates wrote in a letter to his friends. And they f- the governor found it and he opened up the secret letter and this is what he found out. The governor continued telling Rabbin Yamin. Now that we knew for sure that the pirates was making such trouble, we took over the castle, the house, and arrested the pirates. Guess what we found in the castle? We found more things, more plans, and more gazares of parrots. the pirates. The pirates was put on trial, and they sent them away a very far away country, very far away in Russia, somewhere very far for pu- his punishment. And all the property, everything that the pirates owned, is now over in the hands of the government. By special order of the Tsar, I call you, Rebbe Binyamin, to tell you and to tell all the Yidden of Karbin that the Tsar is very happy that you didn't want to listen to the pirates' plan. And because of that, because you have done such a good thing, you not wanting to go together with those bad goyim to make a war, you're getting a present. You and all the Yidden will be able to keep the land on which the town of Karbin was built, and you can hold it and keep it, and don't pay any rent or any tax forever. It's all yours. Just then, the governor gave over to Rebbe Yamin a special note which showed over there that the czar is giving over, he's thanking the Jewish people and giving them this special present, that whole piece of land of the city of Karbin. Rebbe Yamin proudly reported the news to the Yidden and showed them the important note that he got from the governor, and even though he can tell them how the Hashgacha Pratis had saved them, because Hashem watches the Yitin always, but there was one important part, he could not tell them. What Reb Leib Saris did, and the friend of Reb Leib Sarris, the mysterious brewmaker, Yaakov in bringing about this miracle.